AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm. In the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Flying Cock is back once again. We've got Dan and Tom from the Tottenham Way podcast. We ask, how did Dan get his opportunity for Spurs ESPN as he does a face swap? What's he called? Face swap live? Face swap live. Face swap live. It's transferring. T's face on Tom Foyne's face which is uh, brilliant it's been a dream of mine for a number of years every and every we ask if uh, Tom Tom is actually a Newcastle fan Uh, we talk about Sissoko's transfer obviously Windy returns once again Uh, we talk about the importance of Dembele's return to White Hart Lane or Stoke that is fucking disgusting (laughs) thanks Uh, and (laughs) uh, should Harry Kane be dropped for his own good Barley's brain busters returns after Tom Shouts his mouth out on Twitter. He reckons he could take T on, so you'll you see how that goes. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. And finally, we asked, would you shake Sol Campbell's hand if you knew it would kill him? Enjoy the fighting cop. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. So seven, season six of the Fighting Cop podcast. Welcome everybody. Hello, hello. hello. Today we're today we're joined by Felonius Filth. Hello. We've got Buddy back in the house and the boys from Tottenham Way podcast, Tom Foynes and Dan Kilpatrick. Hello. Hello. Every single time I see Dan Kilpatrick, I think of that Copernic guy in NFL who's currently refusing to stand for the national anthem because of. well, because the, the you know, let's not get into it. But yeah. is I, have no, I have no idea. What well, look wise? No, they look nothing like. Nothing like this guy. Who's going after this guy? Yeah, I thought he looked a bit like um, Richard Krychek. You know the the tennis player that came, does, uh, does a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you do. Came in okay. second okay. I always thought you. I don't know that is either. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a clean up on my sportsman. I thought you looked a little bit like Andy Murray's long lost brother. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, well, tennis player. One has been left out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, yeah. mate. Still not always true. Just in Italy. Nice time for it. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Tottenham Way guys before we uh, do the rest of the intro <laughs> that I've missed. <laughs> um, well, I started the Tottenham Way as as a blog like two and a half years ago. I just wanted to 
yeah, just like anyone really, just blog about Spurs. And I wanted to kind of be a place, like a, a catch-all place for news, videos, features about Tottenham. Not dissimilar to the Fighting Cock, really. Like I used to listen to your pod, uh, read your website. More. No, no, I, I still do. But Can't do it anymore, I don't have the time. Um, <laughs> and then, unfortunately, the, the website's kind of died because um, I don't have time to do it anymore. But... Me and Tom do a weekly pod. I, w- I went to the pub with Tom. He had done some bits for the website. We just went and had a drink and talked about Tottenham for two hours. And we were like, let's let's make a pod. We like the fighting cock. Mm. We like rule the roost. Um, and yeah, it's just... We didn't expect anyone to listen to it at all. Mm. Um, I'm still not sure if anyone does listen to it, but <laughs> we enjoy doing it. And it's like, we know there's a few people. Um, so yeah. It, it was tricky when, when you started because there were so many... There was mm. there were there were some domestic ones, the Fighting Cock Spurs show, uh Royal Roost obviously been going a fair while now, and then there was tons out in America. There's there's more American Spurs pods than there are British ones, I yeah. think. Um but <clears throat> managed to create a niche for yourself, definitely. I think um I, I think there's, there's Yeah, room. I think we, we always want to get people <clears throat> we want to get people we liked on, on Twitter, because we both use Twitter a lot and we thought there were loads of good people tweeting about Tottenham and actually what we found was that was major fault. <laughs> 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 well, actually, in all, in all seriousness, it's kind of the opposite. I mean, people, a lot of people out there who are really, really good at talking about Spurs and have great opinions, and you get them on, and yeah, they're just brilliant, and, and you can't wait to kind of have them back on. Um, so yeah, people that you'd be quite happy to go for a drink with as well, just outside. I'm sure you guys have that, got the exact same with each other as well. You, you meet at games, you go and watch games, you can watch football together and yeah. have a good time, yeah. have a beer, but we just kind of built the podcast first and then did it around it but yeah it's been great it's been good fun yeah I'm going back to you do not work you know to keep the website running it's like it is impossible you can't do yeah. everything and we there's like eight people involved in the fighting cop people now maybe nine actually I think, I think it's nine yeah yeah that are involved in different ways and doing different jobs so it's, it's such a difficult thing and when you know, there's no cash coming the other way, and it actually costs you money. It's quite hard to reconcile that with you, with your time. Speaking of which, you may have heard some adverts in the front of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we moved over to Audio Boom, and uh, we've monetized the shit out of the fucking car. Uh, so, if you've heard that, and, and last week there was one about a gun shop in 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 America or a gun company. So, uh, we were supposed to blackball certain uh, advertisers, which hasn't happened. Yeah, we're not we're not pro gun at all. No. Or McDonald's. I've had McDonald's a few times. You've had McDonald's. McDonald's on the pod. Yeah, they've been advertising McDonald's breakfast. As a vegetarian, I I, I don't think that's that's great. I, I think, <laughs> no, what was that, that look for it? No, I'm agreeing with you. It's not good. No, uh, but I mean, if you like McDonald's, carry on. You know what I mean? It's up to you. But if you uh, like it, you're bad. To be fair, does Alex know the vegan? Yeah, on the Alex pod? Knows I think it's when I pulled up, wasn't it? Was, was yeah. it in that pulled up? Did he? He got quite upset. <clears throat> Did he? How upset? I didn't see any of that. Well, we just you know, little noise from the little man. <laughs> oh, I'd love it if he had been there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, tell us a bit more. Uh, but uh, how's it going? How long? How long? How long have you been going? Out? A couple of seasons now. The pod. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's this season two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've literally just started season two. Not really much has changed since the beginning of it. You, you know, you tweak things, you try and change what works. You find out what doesn't. You sort of do your timings a bit better and stuff like that. I mean, we know that people have commented enough times on the sound being a little bit dodgy um, yeah, someone said can you tell them to turn it up turn it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> some, you just turn it up like, if you're, like you've got the radio um, no we <coughs> was just trying to iron stuff out really but yeah it's, it's going really well it's fun. I mean it's hard to tell but the stuff that you get back 
and you, you know you guys will know you get people tweeting you telling you you know this could be done better and some of it's constructive some of it's just having a pop yeah you know it's take the constructive stuff and try and work on it and just oh, ignore, ignore don't take any of it just fuck, just fuck <laughs> off if you've got enough time to fucking whinge about something you get for free then just fuck off well, just, just make the podcast that you want to make and that's probably the advice I yeah we do I think you've, you've got an idea in your head of what you want to record you just, just that, yeah we want people to be able to listen to it that's, that's yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just not not possible at all yeah it, um, we, we get these uh, we record like above a pub in Covent Garden and we get this like masons it's actually the stone masons so they've got a masonic lodge next door they've got all these fucking weird rituals like clapping yeah, and chanting clap. so I'll be in the middle of a really salient point about Ryan Mason <laughs> just slow clap all the stuff yeah. sometimes it works fucking sometimes it really works. <laughs> sometimes I feel like they're, they're egging me on yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah so I mean to be fair that some criticism that we do get is useful i.e. the people saying that they can't get it through Android devices at the moment because mm. of the turnover from Audio Boom. Uh, Android Stream has been a little bit iffy. Some people can get it, some people can't. If you can't, then go on the Audio Boom app and just resubscribe to that RSS feed and, and it will sort you out. Uh, we are trying to fix those issues. Um, the Fighting Cock app on Android is uh, having an issue, even the, even the app. Even, even the iOS one, yeah. I mean, yeah. What we suggest is that if, I mean, Audio Boom is available on all platforms, if you've got a Windows phone, Android or iOS... So just download that app and listen to it that way. D-Banks 72. Actually, before that, because we haven't done this for a while, what, what are your two first games at Spurs? Tom, why don't you go first? Whatever. Um, yeah. Derby County at home. Um, Stephen Clement's last-minute backheel equaliser. And there was a protest <laughs> about George Graham after the game. So it really introduced me to it really well. Um, perfect. I'd hate that my first goal was Stephen Clement's, though. I can understand that. <laughs> Son of a legend. Some, well, yeah, it's surprising that the ball went forward. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Everton home, 2-2 draw, Musa Saeed and Chris Armstrong scored. Musa by, Saeed scored for Spurs? But I couldn't tell you <laughs> the year or the manager. Ah, <laughs> I just remember that. Fair enough. And uh, what's your favourite players of Spurs? Why not? Um, it's, it's hard to look beyond Ledley, isn't it? But it's a bit of a boring answer. Mm. Sheringham because mm. he was slow and had that everyone used to say he had a yard of pace in his head and yeah. up to about the age of about 26 when you still think you're going to make it as a professional footballer that's why <laughs> I applied to myself <laughs> like, no sort it's fine the first yard of pace is in my head yeah um, yeah obviously it hasn't worked out but yeah Sheringham loved but him also I have to say Lamella um, so I, I, I love left field I love the man yeah. I absolutely love him um, you, you can understand it he's, he's, like, I think he's won everyone round pretty much I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about everyone, no. Well, the, the, cl- on, on. the clincher was the no-look stamp on Fabregas. Yeah. <laughs> I just but did I, it for me. So I presume you've interviewed him face-to-face. Well, what's what's, what's him, he yeah. like? He's actually really... Should we just... The, you, you also have a job for ESPN as a Tottenham correspondent. Yeah, that's right. And that's how you... Yeah, I, mean, I, sp- I spoke to him uh, quite recently. He's actually got great English. I, I think he only doesn't do uh, English in front of cameras, a bit like Pochettino, so he doesn't want to be caught out or look look stupid. But when you speak to him off camera, he can speak quite well. He just seems like a quite quiet, like nice guy, which which made me like him even more because he's he is a thug on the pitch. Yeah, he but is. Off, he just seems really timid. He was kind of like walk backing away from us constantly during the interview because you kind of have to stick your mobile phone or dictaphone under his face and he was just constantly walking away so we were just constantly walking towards <laughs> him <laughs> and, uh, so he's not enjoying it but yeah we had a question, uh, a question from dbanks 75 on Twitter he says how did you how did you get the opportunity to cover Spurs for ESPN um, not a bad gig 
Yeah, it's a, it's a great gig. I can't complain at all. Um, it was quite lucky, really. I'd started the Tottenham Way about a year before, and so I was spending a lot of my time just blogging about Spurs, but doing just kind of like writing news and the odd feature, player ratings, quite simple stuff to try and get clicks and, and make a little bit of money, but try and make the content good and not, not clickbaity. And I was also working for BT Sport, Goal.com, and a couple of others as freelance, and I just saw the opportunity... Actually, to Trunk, recommended, sent me the advert and said, you should apply for this, mate, which is really good of him. Mm. And I applied for it, and, and that was it, really. They took a chance on me. So, say I was a young kid trying to get into writing about football, there's tons, I'm sure you've what You said you were freelancing about with, with goal. Even yeah. that's a difficult thing to get going. Yeah, it's difficult. I think... Well, how did you start? Well, I, th- I think if you... if My advice to like someone trying to get into it nowadays would be you have to be able to do everything. So you have to be able to do the blogging side, which is rewriting stuff, embedding videos, getting on to finding stories from Twitter, all that kind of stuff that we might associate with the sort of darker arts of football writing, like clickbaity stuff. Because even people at the, the dailies, you know, the national dailies are having to do that now. Yeah. But then you also have to get down to your local non-league club and learn how to speak to players grab someone after the game get an interview so you, you've just got to do everything um, so a lot of it's about application and yeah it, you just got to want it I mean there, there are some really young guys who I'm sure we all know of from like Twitter who just want it so badly and you can see they're doing any bit of free work they can but they're also getting out there and going to games and it's stuff. the right way yeah it's the right way you've got to do both I didn't really do the 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 getting out there bit I was sort of like a bedroom the shit blog. bit yeah, yeah the, shit. the shit bit <laughs> <laughs> no I did do the shit bit <laughs> but um, I just got I got a lucky break really uh, I remember what, when, we, when the fighting cock started we had an opportunity to go and interview Clive Allen <laughs> uh, which was a big thing for us at the time you know, I mean we had no real, real football at all we had there was no reputation behind the fighting cock but somehow got an opportunity to do it through Nivea and um <laughs> So we were trying to do this interview but me and oh, Rick was, Clive, was Clive Allen the face of Nivea <laughs> no no he wasn't he was uh, I think he was the coach of an England legends, legends team okay. that were playing this Sunday league outfit that were at Dagenham and Ray I can't remember it was fucking travesty but it's <laughs> weird it, it was <laughs> such a strange thing um, I'll, I'll come on to something that's weird remind me because I want to get your thoughts on it because it winds me up but um, me and Rick all we could do is talk about not too Clive Allen but after just the size of his fingers like, have you seen these his, his fingers are like is your lit- sausages. No, no, Clive. Clive Allen's got big fingers. He's got sausage fingers. He's, they're like they're ridiculously thick, <laughs> like a Cumberland sausage. But ten Cumberland sausages is. Uh, I mean, I, I can't remember anything else he talks about. So we had quite a similar thing when we met Martin Yo last year, and we just started. And Tom shook his hand, and it was like it a bear. Was massive. Uh, it was ridiculous. He, he just. You can get in an orbit around him. He's massive. He's, He's great. <laughs> so Spurs. Nice yeah. user. Amazing, you talk yeah. fondly about Tottenham. Yeah, he, he, we we were kind of given this opportunity to speak to him at this event for um, prostate cancer. It was just weirdly being held in the exact same pub that we do the podcast in. Right. So we just randomly sort of turned up and thought we'd try our luck. Um, this we'd only been going for about I don't know, eight weeks, ten weeks, something like that, and someone was just like, "Can we get?" Five minutes with you expecting it to be a no easier to do press and nothing else 
and then he just he was like yeah do you want to go outside and when you get offered outside by Martin Yarl you can't <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, had he been drinking huh had he been drinking he, yes yeah he had yeah, a pint in hand yeah, 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 yeah. I, thought he, I thought he sounded like he had a few yeah yeah, yeah he was he was great he, and he's and he didn't we did one interview that we had to delete because it was um, he didn't realise that we were recording um, so yeah that was, that was a shame we had to delete it in front of the person that was represent like he was what he was saying stuff the PR guy was like delete that yeah yeah. we can't even I don't think we can say what it was about but it was stuff that yeah you just can't we'll tell you after yeah yeah, of course was it around Tottenham yes maybe Wow, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, this is a gutting thing. Look, we, that wasn't intentional. We didn't actually know. People listen to it and you go, oh, that's fucking out of order. But I don't know, start your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah, there's too many. Uh, yeah, that, just a quick thing I wanted to get your thoughts on. I don't know if you know, because I'm working football media now and a lot of it's on YouTube, there's obviously big faces and people that have built these massive, massively... Uh, financially stable careers Spencer FC the uh, West Ham geezer they did this big thing at Wembley do you know what I'm talking about Wembley FC Wem- yeah. Wembley Cup yeah, yeah. Wembley Cup yeah that's it yeah, well, and they had legends like Perez and uh, legends in both comments Perez uh, Cliver um, others okay. and uh, the yeah it was it, I just want to know what you feel about that because there, there was 25,000 fans in inverted commas i.e. children who are obsessed with YouTubers Going, uh, going to this game and watching these players, there's actual legitimate footballers playing in, in in this this arena where YouTubers are. I'm a little bit worried about the future of football because apparently more people watched um, the last Wembley Cup game than the Champions League final. Wow! On what? YouTube, hmm. yeah. On YouTube, well, they watch, more yeah. people watched it on YouTube yeah. than okay. than a gl- the global audience for for the for the Champions League. And and not only this, right? Spencer, Spencer's team, hashtag FC, probably generate more money than like a lower League Two football club. Oh, these the poet, there's a poet. All these guys play for this team. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen a few of their videos. I mean, it's a bit weird that twenty five thousand people would turn up, but that's maybe more to do with the legends. Like the Emirates was nah. was full this no, weekend. No, it's not. It's they're going it's there the to YouTube, watch YouTube. The YouTube yeah, yeah. They're kids, like they're kids, but. It's massive in like Japan and, and places like that. YouTube of rather actual gaming. That it's done in stadiums. Like gaming. Are the are like, uh, esports? That yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's huge and it's not just a. It's you know it's not niche anymore. It's it's the, the whole country will sort of tune in for something like that. Well, so, like FIFA tournaments or, or whatever. Yeah, they play, yeah, yeah. Anything like anything that they've got going where there's one on one battle that they can go and watch. Like, yeah. But this is actual football. Just with YouTube stars, but it's still there's a brand, isn't there? That's that's yeah. it. They, they've made a brand out of it, and say like Spencer is he was the guy that played FIFA on YouTube, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and they signed him officially, West Ham or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's lots of that. He, he, he actually he, he did. He was a part of their, their the West Ham kit launch when they had that game mm, yeah. rapping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's such a what a gift. That's terrible. I don't know where that come from. I was just watching it earlier, and I was just getting so angry just watching it and thinking this is not. But it's, it's, as with everything, I just blame people. Yeah, like, like, these people that are going to see it—it's their fault. It's their same with like clickbait. People that are actually still clicking. Yeah, it's like, like everything like that. You know, I mean, earlier on, the, there's a rumor about Adebayor. They might be resigning <laughs> yeah, Tottenham, yeah. and I can see if what it is, it's not going to happen. But people are getting genuinely angry about like, 
It's not gonna fucking happen. Calm down. It's your fault. And this is clickbait. This is, this is, this I clicked. Did you? Did I, I, clicked, I clicked. I read it. Everything I'd ever looked at, like every legal thing I'd ever looked at on the internet, came up as a pop up. There was like fucking. Le- what legal things are you looking at on the internet? No, like legal stuff. Like, like what? What? Like what? Like law? What? What? Like, <laughs> like, like checking what you can get caught for. No, for. like legal stuff. Like there was like um, what? Gap. Gap. Advert for Gap came up. Advert for Muscle Foods because I once went on Muscle Foods. There was an advert for cars. It was insurance. What else? Why did you say legal? <laughs> Le- I said legal. Why? Legal. What are you talking well, about? Well, I mean like non-porn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was at work. Tell you what. Tell you what. <laughs> what? Well, legal. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean like normal website like Amazon? <laughs> Sorry to kill your story, but. The other day, there's a boxing article and I click on it. Yeah. And there's a fucking grinder advert on it. <laughs> what? what? Well, no, no, smart ads. They know what you've been looking they at. They know what you've been looking <laughs> at. That's what I mean. Like, can I just quickly go back to the legal thing? I just need to get you clear. It's well, clear. I mean, like, any, What's illegal well, about anything porn? that is safe for work. Anything safe for work that yeah. I've ever looked at my work computer. So you're not watching porn that's illegal? No, no just, of course not. No, but it no, wouldn't come up. Well, no, it wouldn't come up because you work and block it. Yeah. So you wouldn't, if it was porn, it wouldn't come up. I don't know. I don't know. There's a fine grey line between. Porn, is it legal or is it no? no it's not it's like, there's not no there's no grey area. Not a work. Normal porn is fine. Like normal stuff, a man, a woman, two women if they want to do it, two men if that's what if that's what you're into. But there are certain things that you know are not legal that you Yeah, yeah, just... yeah I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, one I'm, thing. I, no, I don't want to come around. Last I'll, thing, I'll, last I'll thing. make sure he knows what is. Last thing then, okay. Why how come on the pay-per-view channels they don't show everything then? Why is that? What, what do you mean? Like, like, if, you, like if, you, if someone buys pay-per-view <laughs> porn, not saying that I bought it, but why don't they show everything? What's everything? Like, Define penetra- everything. They don't show penetration. Yeah. What? No, no, I, I, don't. I don't think they do either. They because uh, yeah, when I used to live well, like at my, my dad would subscribe. They cut away. And I'd wait, wait for him to go to bed and nip down. But uh, yeah, they, didn't, they don't show everything, you're right. Yeah, that's what so I mean. Are you asking why? No, because if you said porn's legal, if porn's legal, why do they don't show penetration? They're <laughs> going around in circles. Yeah, that's, 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 that's categorically is going to be the best bit of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a question from Z Spur Z. You know what? what? This fellow wrote their theme tune. Yeah, Z Spur Z did, uh, and his name is uh, my name. Tom. Don't say Tom. like the whole name. His full name. So same. weird. Well, I've, actually, I've already they said the same full name. That's yeah. incredible. Surname. Have you ever met anyone who with the no. surname? I've never even heard your surname before. Oh, my real surname. Yeah. Are, you not, are we it. not doing your real surname? Oh well, it didn't. It wasn't start. I don't mind. I really don't care. You do it on our pod every week. Yeah, I do. We can beep out. We can beep out. No, I don't mind. I, I don't mind. My, surname, right. my actual surname is Hayward. Oh, I didn't say that. No, but Fuenz is fine. Fuenz is you know that's that's the stage name. Yeah. That's that's what goes on the CV. Yeah, cool. But yeah. no, he, he he did the theme tune for him. Yeah, he made him. That's lovely. Good knowledge. So, 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 good knowledge, mate. So, so you I know see everything. So we got yeah. we got Barley's brain brushes uh, in, in a bit, and and you're one of the few people that have have, have called him out. Certainly yeah. the only. Don't make this a thing. No, it's a big thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason we're from, like dead opposite on the table <laughs> as well. Because yeah, we so. talked to on the pod about anyone out there who can actually take tea on because we're getting sick. Oh, there's, there's plenty. Well, look, they're not here. And, and Tom <laughs> is, and he called you out. So <laughs> I don't want any this playing down malarkey. You're going at. Tom. I'm, on, I'm on Joe Ward. What can I say? I just you know, respect for the opponent. Loser dissolves their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, 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 let's get away from the line. <laughs> um, Andre Ward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the record, has no traction. It's boring. Be Mayweather. Be I, don't, Mayweather. I, don't, I don't like hitting women. Okay. I want it my girlfriend sometimes, but <laughs> I can't hit her. 
There, there is a thing of, actually let's just move on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom once owned a Newcastle shirt and worked for Sports Direct can you confirm or deny he is in fact a barcode in disguise why did you own a Newcastle shirt I had a thing when I was about 16 that I wanted a football shirt from every country in Europe mm. um, and I wasn't allowing myself to have Tottenham as the English one just because you got one well I've got one and I just thought it was not a cop out but I thought if I'm going to make this a thing then I'd just pick another team and Newcastle were just massively inoffensive and I just didn't have anything against it I'd, I'd still quite like Newcastle if I have to pick a second team right. quite like Newcastle well, they're alright um, I had Genus on the back as well for some reason because I wanted one player to have on the back on each shirt Yeah. and I just got Genus for some reason and a year later he signed for us out of all so. your kits that you bought during that time what was your, what was your favourite? Valencia at the time I liked the home one. kit uh, the home kit yes did they have a sponsor yeah, yeah, yeah. on there uh, no it didn't at the time who was, yeah, the, who was, was on the nice. basketball player oh shit uh, so Mr Omar no it Can might have been Danny us? Alves actually oh, at the time 2004-05 odd yeah I think that was it and uh, sports directors you needed money in the job uh, yeah there's an article that is actually on the Tottenham way um, about my time at Sports Direct because <laughs> last year there was that um, the whole thing around the election and Mike Ashley doing the zero hour contracts and it became like a big thing about the election who was on board and who wasn't um, and they were like the flagship for cunts basically yeah, yeah. Um, and I worked for them and just sort of did an article about my four or five months working there and just how awful it was was it horrendous yeah awful yeah genuinely awful and not just you know everyone everyone hates their part time job at university but this was, yeah, genuinely the worst experience of my life. Just awful. Really? Yeah. Well, tell us why. Because well, not everyone's ready. Yeah, all right. So just give us one and example. The time of come is down at the moment, so not, is it? not everyone can read it. All right, okay. It's always legal ads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it, it, it was like, <laughs> it was these tiny Some little things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my money. <laughs> the, um, the main, the main things was it's like the working hours. So they say like zero hours contracts. So I was at uni at the time and I, had, I was in my second year and doing bits and like you've got massive pieces of work that need to go in. Um, and they would, if you, you'd have to work two of Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Again, that's fine. A lot of people have that as part-time jobs, but it was one of those, they, they'd want a reason if you couldn't work one of those days, which is just a bit weird. Just it was suck a dicker reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they would, so my shift would say be eight till six. I'd be there at half seven in the morning because they wanted you there early. Yeah. You wouldn't leave until sort of seven o'clock at night. So you'd be doing 11 and a half hour days getting paid for 10. Oh, yeah, a little. It's like really bad that. shit. You got yeah, frist, you got frist as well, didn't you? Frist on the way out, yeah. And if your till, oh yeah, yeah. Best, if your till was 50p, more than 50p down at the end of the day, you had to explain to the whole staff <laughs> why that was. Yeah, so there was, you had to stand in the middle and they'd be like, right, so so-and-so's up by this much, so-and-so's breaking even, someone else is broken even. What do you mean even. up? As in they're tilling more money. Yeah, more money, and that and was celebrating. That was celebrating. That was celebrating. That, that, was down. Yeah. that yeah. means you're taking it from the customer. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, when, during my interview, their, their, their mantra, if you like, was uh, stack it high, sell it cheap. Yeah. And that's what they, and they thought that we were supposed to take that as a good thing. So like alarm bells straight away, but. Massively yeah. successful company, though, it just shows you what. Yeah, yeah. Just awesome. Done. It's the people. 
Yeah, yeah mate, the, the people are scumbags, let me tell you. It's all about the fucking people. Do you ever shop in there now and just no. go in there and just fuck people? Gives me a little bit of anxiety every yeah. time you go past. No, I don't. And I, I, I don't really hold that many morals, but that's one place that I just wouldn't go. Surely if you need a cheap pair of running lights or something, you just yeah, socks. Socks. Yeah, someone else to get it for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I won't go in there, yeah, but someone can get it. Just quick, quickly, because we are going to come to the transfer window, because we're 25 minutes in and probably haven't talked about Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> As again, it's a free podcast, so fuck you. Um, the uh, Tom who flaunts jeans and shoes the best... Yourself or Dross Kemp? What's this about? Is it brown shoes and jeans? Uh, it's it's bootcut boot cut jeans. Boot, so. Yeah, you ain't so got bootcut jeans on. like that. They're yours. So there's a there's a Twitter account that I think I, I think I've seen that, yeah. T you've mentioned it before, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so it's people with bootcut jeans and posh or nice brown or black shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was one picture that existed me online of that, <laughs> and of course, <laughs> if that's your first you know first exposure, then that's it forever. Fair enough. That was from Colin Mummery. Yeah, um, on Twitter. The Ross Kemp thing is there was a club. My uh, it was my missus' birthday last week, and she was um, bought a full size cardboard cutout of Ross Kemp for her birthday that we had to take clubbing. Brilliant. And it had jeans and shoes. So that's it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, just quickly, what did you do for your? What was your job at uni at university? Thing? I worked at IKEA in Brent Park. Oh, depressing. I worked at a, a school. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Secondary school. Doing what? I used to do run like a homework club. After school and at lunch times, it was fine. It was great. brain busters. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So what did you do? I was doing loan. Yeah, well, we all had to do loan. Didn't have a job. This is drug money. <laughs> um, I, I worked in R Price, which was like Virgin. Fuck me. Yeah, mate, that was the <laughs> back in the day. I know. But yeah, but that's also good. It's impressive. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, quick, uh, quick, Brendan. You are having a laugh, you. <laughs> Gershek. Brendan Gershek, he, he made a donation to the Fighting Cop. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you, Brendan. Fully appreciated. We love money. Okay, uh, transfer window, boom. Yes! 26 minutes in. Spurs. Coins. Start with Sissoko. Um, Bardi was very, very happy. Tell I'm quite us. happy with it. That's good. That's good. Tell us. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think he offers us something different. He's a decent player, and I don't run along with all this narrative coming from Newcastle that he's a bad egg and this kind of shit. Because sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't judge a player on, by what's going on at their club. Because I was thinking about this on the train. Vertonghen under Sherwood, half of us wanted Vertonghen gone because apparently his attitude was shit and the rest of it. So maybe Sissoko's just had a line of bad managers like McLaren and Pardew. This is a man who turns Dembele pre-Park as well. Uh, Dembele, same kind well, of thing. You know, didn't show up. You can't judge. So he didn't turn his phone off, so he didn't have to speak to Everton. He was that's because he, wanted, that's he was that passionate pr- about joining Spurs. Come on, it's because he wanted to join Spurs. I, don't, I, don't, I appreciate. Berbatov went a, in the back of a fucking car to get to Man United. At least, at least be a man and say like Everton. I don't want to go to your shit but, club. But Flav, um, there was a bit of debate we had the other day. We'd have to relive it. Go on, what is it? But you think Lars Holtz is a good bloke because they've all done for charity. Yeah. Maybe Sissoko. I'm not. I'm just, I say maybe Sissoko has done lots of charity that you don't know about. So him, him having that personality flaw that made him not answer that phone call. You know, maybe. Can I? Can I just clear my name a little bit? <laughs> I'm just saying the amount of charity work he did outweighs him. Outweighs him fucking cheating. At, uh, uh, him riding a bike. Who gives a fuck about the bike riding a bike around the world? Who can, I don't care about that. Just around France. What I do, well, France, wherever. I, I actually care about the fact that, that you know, it's, uh, if it meant him cheating at bikes again, that's fine. I wasn't expecting to match up like that. <laughs> I, love, I love how that's been condensed down into cheating at bikes. <laughs> what else? Sorry, he's on a bike in a and race against other people and he cheated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, fair. Yeah. All I'm saying is that everyone has their flaws and maybe Sissoko. He does have his flaws, but when the payoff is like <laughs> 300 
fucking people. You know, but he said that he cancer. said that's not that's not true, hasn't he? What? He said that he was never close to Everton. It's just media stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying that's what he said. It's not true. Don't, don't let the truth get in the way. And you know this is a right. <laughs> but the um, the thing with Sissoko, um, I mean, I was winding up Bardi by saying he was shit because I like to wind up Bardi. It's too easy. Um, but he covers um, a lot of the gaps in our in our squad. Um, he's um, Mintebele, as we know, is out. Been out for the season. And and Darwin Ranyama are the same player. They're both fighting yeah. by the same place, and they're both playing together. So. You've got Sissoko who can cover for Dembele. He likes to run with the ball from a standing start or on the run. He can play out wide. So I think it's um, a belt and braces signing. I think someone that outshone Pogba at the Euros, I know he didn't have a great one, but he's, he's a good signing. <laughs> Don't laugh, man. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, what are you saying? He played really well in the Euros. He had a great Euros. And, and when he was made Newcastle captain, the last six games of the season, they went unbeaten, and including fucking thrashing us as well. Yeah. So you know, you don't. Benitez, he's been around. He doesn't judge. He can judge people quite all right. And he gave him the captaincy, and they nearly saved themselves despite a season of being shit. I think the annoyance of Sissoko was that he could play bad and start the next week. That's because they had no one else, though. At Spurs, yeah, he's not guaranteed to start every single week. So, if he isn't consistent, if it it does have a bad attitude, then it's not going to affect us. Where's he going to play? I um, think he'll play in the, the front three. Definitely. He has to. All, all this talk from Pochettino before Liverpool and after Liverpool was about having this different type of player who could break the defensive line, yeah. is how he put it. And he referenced Mane quite a lot, and I think he wanted to sign Mane, but he couldn't afford his fee and wages at the time. So I think he might cover for Dembele in the two occasionally, but I think he's there for that explosive pace and like breaking through and, and when you've got someone that can do that because we don't really have anyone that can do that then the opposition will have to play a bit deeper they'll have to kind of sit back create more space so I think he'll be a different type of player and a good signing I think more immediately he's likely to I think he's quite likely to play against Stoke because Lamella's apparently going to be given yeah. a rest this weekend because he's going to only have one day of training after Argentina after being they're playing Wednesday night yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Thursday morning so would he play on the left though or the right uh, probably on the well imagine the right because that's where, he, where whenever he played on the wing for Newcastle I think that's where he played but just on a kind of wider point on Sissoko I think there's a kind of there's a reason why Pochettino and Kerman were both going for him and they see something that they can work with <clears throat> and I think that one thing to kind of remember is that Pochettino does have form for Signing somebody that may have a little bit of volatility about him—is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Ozzy Osvaldo at Southampton. He's actually retired to focus yeah. on his music. <laughs> on his music. Really? Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. But that's, but I've seen him bend off Osvaldo. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. But I yeah. think, again, kind of on a wider point. But he cost a lot of money. Um, says okay, if you're looking at thirty million pound, the other time we spent thirty odd million pound on somebody, when. Pochettino came in I think one of his, part of his remit was to get Lamella playing and I think part, that was partly because we'd spent so much money on him and we needed to get something out of him yep. with Suzoko, if he does turn into this player that Newcastle fans despise for any reason then are we, I don't know are we going to have some sort of tug of war between Pochettino saying look sack him off or and Levy saying no, you've got to get something out of him because you fought so hard for him. Or you'll have to get something out. Of him. He's, he, yeah, his job but now. to be clear, he's, he cost six million a season for five yeah. years. Yeah. So after two seasons, we might play twelve million. Levy could probably get fifteen. 
in a couple of years. Spurs yeah. have made a profit. This is why you're the journalist. <laughs> and you're getting Apparently. a you're getting a 27 year old French international who's experienced in the Premier League, played in an international competition, and he's played in the Champions League before. Was you surprised that he, he started in every French game? Well, he didn't start in every French game, Did but he, he came in for Kante, I think. I think they dropped Kante and put him in the team instead. Is that right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice Kante. having like football people. <laughs> better than Kante. Is what you're no, I'm not saying he's better than Kante. <laughs> like so he a lot of people were comparing those two, weren't they? Because like, Kante was 32 million, Soko was oh, apparently 30. Mm. But I don't think there's a lot between them. I mean, Soko and the Leicester. I mean, Soko played for Newcastle. I mean, he played under McLaren, Steve. What was that guy? Carl. Carver, Pardew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the state of that. Yeah. Those managers, it's difficult to judge them. I, think. The, the, I mean, the annoyance I had was it took Pochettino three games to realise that there was a gap in the squad. He went to Levy, I think, a day before the window shut, and let's get Sissoko at whatever price. He should. They said Zaha first. Yeah, but then I think in the third, you know, let's get let's get Sissoko. I'm thinking, well, it took you three games to realise that we can't penetrate or break down teams. That's my only frustration, but well, we is had it, trouble is penetrating them last season. I, I but the first, the opening three games, we were without Dembele. We mm. knew that. We knew that from last season we were going to be without Dembele. I don't think Sissoko fixes the Dembele problem. But you could, you could argue that you tried to sign Kudu from like middle of yeah. July. He's a repetitive Chadley, isn't he? Didn't get it over the line. Can I ask what you thought of the uh, the Spurs little kind of tweet of the, the video? <laughs> I'm not really into that that kind of these fancy ways of announcing signing. Like you know, when City announced who is it? Gundogan. Gundogan. Gundogan yeah. is just like announced Gundogan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I, it's creative, I, but um. I, I loved it, and, and I'm generally quite cynical about these things. Okay. I just thought it was funny because it took the piss out of Spurs fans, yeah. just fucking losing their shit over this player, uh, and it was also, also took the piss out of journalists who wrote all this fucking crap. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But I, I quite liked it. It's one of the few times that Spurs got it legitimately right, I think, in my opinion. Um, Outgoings, will we regret, uh, regret any of them or, or, are they all, or are they all surplus to requirements? Um, so the outgoings were what, Mane, uh, sorry, what's all about? Um, Chad Mason. The outgoings were Bentaleb, Chadley, Fazio, Grant Hall. What's well, the first team is Mason and G and Pritchard and Yedlin. Um, I wouldn't say we necessarily regret any of them because I feel that the players have brought in are more than adequate to cover for the players that have gone. Maybe on an emotional level, it's sad to see. Mason is first to and through go. Um, Bentaleb, well, it's a loan move, but he's, um, I don't think he'll come back. So it's a bit sad seeing that, but I don't think we're going to miss them on the pitch. Did you ever speak to Bentaleb? Did you ever interview him? No, I've never spoken to him because he wasn't in the team. I only started last season, he wasn't in the team. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we'll. Rec- I don't think Bentaleb's going to have a bad career, put it that way. Whether no, or not Spurs will regret it. There was obviously something. It's, it's, I feel like it's kind of been done to death, so I didn't really want to do it again. But I just—he's obviously a good player, and there was something. I think it was attitude, and I think it was something that happened in the contract talks that pissed off Pochettino. And I think once he pissed off Pochettino, there's no going back. So I don't think he was bombed out for being not good enough. So I, I just wanted to raise as well is that the two best performances that we had under Pochettino in his first season was Chelsea at home and Arsenal at home. And Chelsea at home, the best performers, well, some of the best performers in that game. Chadley was amazing in that game. Bentaleb was excellent in that game. And in the Arsenal 2-1 at home as well, when we had Bentaleb and Mason in midfield, um, 
with obviously that's they've all gone, but I do feel like there was quite a lot to thank them for. Maybe yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I, I feel like especially with Chadley, there was a limited player there that set a benchmark in Pochettino's first year, and Mason as well. It was like if 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 you're gonna if you're prepared to work hard and buy into it, you're gonna get games and you're gonna start ahead of people like Paulinho and people like that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sad to see him go because I think that we needed to upgrade them all. But I, I do think that they deserve a little bit more credit than what they've got. I think we forget how good a player Chadley was at times, and, and, and held in high regard and, and affection by Spurs Spurs fans. And you, you only have to look at that goal he scored against Palace, when I think it was two one up, and yeah, yeah, it was the free mm, goal. The way yeah. he just cut across, beat players with ease. And he had that in him, and he scored important goals. That one, the one he scored some amazing. He scored an amazing goal against Benfica as well. And I think yeah, he scored one twice in that game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, from nowhere he nearly brought us back into the tie. Mm. And he, I think he scored a good one against Newcastle away. Yeah, four 0 Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great goal. Stoke at home as well. No, he's lost the game. He always scored against. Yeah, Newcastle the Stoke. Yeah. The Stoke one was Belter. an excellent goal. Yeah. yeah, Belter. Yeah, I think Chadley was a weird one because, with obviously in Kudu, it's the same as what I was saying about Stoke. He's going to break the line because he's quick and he's like skillful which was what we don't have but he's not going to get as many goals as Chadley got surely like Chadley's does, got like 15 yeah. to 17 goals in the last two seasons has he? he got, mm. we got 12 the season before last when he was a regular in the league right. I think or maybe no, it was 10 in the league I, I wouldn't know but T yeah, I think it was a, more or less. <laughs> the thing is, he scored, he scored 23 goals in 100 games. So I think for Tottenham. There you go. I'd be surprised. If <laughs> no, I remember that. I remember that. We did have three. I'm not. I'm not trying to one up you. <laughs> but we did have three in the three players with over 10 goals in Pochettino's in the league. Yeah, Kane, Kane Chadley, Chadley and Harrison. Yeah. So Chadley did do well. <laughs> <laughs> Just to spice things up. Brilliant. Well, I was um, I was most cited, and I suppose most. Spurs fans we felt the same was it about the, I knew that it wouldn't happen and I, and I said to him don't get excited just don't but I couldn't help myself his scar just de- yeah, desperate yeah. for him and it was it was like that Schneider thing do you remember on uh, on Christmas Day oh god yeah 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 a while and we were like yeah he's, he's definitely coming to Spurs and like I was like I don't oh, okay yeah he is he's definitely coming I was I, I felt the same for his scar. I wanted I just wanted that glamour signing and I know it's not important and it doesn't fit in with the the philosophy at Tottenham and stuff, but it's it's just nice. It's nice to have that. I haven't bought a Spurs shirt in a while, and I've, I've never had a name on it. But you know, there was part of me that was running around my head like, get a Spurs shirt with Isco on. Well, even, even even as a loan time, even a fuck it, man. Can you imagine Isco at Spurs? People got crying? Beckham shirts, man. They need to even fucking play for us. Yeah. What? The people, mate. That's right. The people are fucking <laughs> idiots. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know them by name. Spurs fans, yeah, yeah, and 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 they got these are the same ones that got the Van Gaal on the back. Yeah, it? yeah, there was a couple of them. Yeah, you're right, Dan. But um, but no, I think the people <laughs> in this transfer window, we covered pretty much everything. The only thing we missed was probably a playmaker, a silver type player, and um, the three players that solicited Isco, Corich, and Mayer didn't happen for different reasons. But if you got maybe one of the three. I think it would have been almost complete. I thought Ericsson is fairly unchallenged. Sissoko offers a different threat to Ericsson. I think it'd be good if Ericsson had like someone who could maybe, you know, put those three balls in. I thought Paul Lopez was an interesting signing. I'm not I'm not quite sure what the reasoning behind a third goalkeeper was, especially one on loan. I don't I don't see I just don't Maybe McGee is fucking wank. And he's gone on loan. <laughs> I think he's he gone. I think he is. Yeah, clearly wank. A bit wank. Also, I suppose Vorm's 
thought 32. Yeah. Um, Morris is 29. It's Lopez alone though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but he's 21. So in goalkeeper terms, that's like having a 17-year-old and. Striker. But it's also a strange yeah, it's, move it's for really him. Young. Because he was the starter at Espanyol. <laughs> he was in the brink of playing for Spain as well. Yeah, he's always in there under 21. Do you, yeah. do you think that um, actually uh, Loris has a season ending uh, injury? <laughs> he's got no hamstring left. Yeah, he's fine. No, no cartilage. <laughs> I think he's we're forgetting fucked. that Vaughan was total shite before the Liverpool game. He's yeah. kind of redeemed himself in everyone's eyes, but literally before that, he, he, he said barely had a good performance. He so. said that the save against Coutinho, that it was the best save of his career. <laughs> Fucking just, it straight out. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, Coutinho should have done better for that. Lot, I've made know. better saves genuinely down the park. <laughs> We've seen you try to save penalties. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Um, is that it? Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> First half of the podcast. Are like, you talking about the, the transfer deadline day on Bull Street? Yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. birthday of my entire life. <laughs> uh, do you know what they they the, so this the thing Bull Street did this transfer deadline day and throughout the day in order to fill the huge vacuum in time where transfers are not happening, they they do these gimmicks where they there's like a game, so you either play a ball game like Buckaroo or something. It's, it, it went great, <laughs> but one one of the things I lost at, which was a. Um, a pre-season friendly that set up on Championship Manager 0-1-0-2 was Spurs versus Everton at the time and I had to choose we had Robbie Keane Edgar no it wasn't even Edgar Bunchevchevich I had to put in my team and that, yeah. anyway I lost that and the result of losing that game was that to eat a chilli the bloke said don't worry these are from Morrison's they're, they're not, they can't be that hot I ate it and I was fucked four hours <laughs> I, I was, it was in such a bad way the pain inside I checked it up on the internet. It was a Komodo dragon trick at Ch- Chile, which is the second hottest in the world. So I was fucked. It was horrible. It was a horrible thing. Horrible day. Thanks for bringing it up. But if you want, <laughs> if you want to watch it, it's on Flab's um, YouTube show that does bullshit, which is really good. Yeah, actually, talking balls. Talking, talking balls. I actually, I to be honest with you, I really like it. Thank you, mate. Uh, it's got a lot, of, lot of, generally a lot of hard work goes into that. So yeah, much I more like than this podcast. <laughs> All right, so we've got Wendy now with his youth update. Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loanees, the end of the transfer window saw two young players move out on loan. Luke McGee and Nathan Odewa joined Peterborough until January, and Odewa was the 78th minute sub in their two-all draw with Swindon at the weekend. Moving on to the U teams, the under-18s play Reading away on Saturday. They've missed a match due to the international week. And the under-23s are back in action on Friday against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Tickets are available in advance from the Spurs box office. There are fiver for adults and £3 for concessions. Josh Onimer and Kyle Walker-Peters were both involved for England. They each played 90 minutes for the under-20s as they lost 2-1 to Brazil at Kidderminster. Kyle Walker-Peters was probably England's best player in that. Onima played in central midfield and had a fairly quiet game. Jaden Brown and John Dinsey are in action for the England under-18s, as I record, that's Monday night. I just switched onto a radio station briefly to get a half-time update, and literally the first thing the co-commentator says was that he was impressed with Dinsey, who's playing at left centre-back, linking up with Brown, who's playing at left-back. So encouraging signs there for the two uh, young Spurs players. Two more pieces of news this week. The first is that our Premier League uh, squad lists have been submitted, including the under-21 players. 
So lots of young player names that people won't necessarily know. It didn't include Velasco, who we spoke about last week. Uh, not sure what that one's about. Maybe he'll be registered separately later. Jonathan Debye was on the list. He's a Belgian under-16 international. He's now on the Spurs website as well, under the academy players, so you can have a read-up on him. Also, the UEFA Youth League squad should be published this week. It will have been submitted on Monday, although at the time of recording it hasn't been published just yet. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Uh, do you guys want to thank Windy? You don't have to. Do you feel like you should? Thanks, Windy. Cheers, Windy. Oh, that's nice of you, too. Um, I'm sick of his voice, sick of his face, and sick of being around him. <laughs> I did quite like the um, the Windy youth update where it was Windy and Dan in the car together recording. Oh yeah, that was that was a little bit, little bit weird. That was completely what? Why was it weird. Erotic. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, bit, that, was, that was really sprung on me. He, we were at the training ground watching a game. When it was like Windy, can I have a lift back to the station? Because from you, ho- can, from you can have a lift back. <laughs> you got to give Hartsford, me something. <laughs> from from Hartsfield Way to Turkey Street, it's like a thirty-minute walk. So I was like, "Come on, mate!" Yeah. Just as we get to the station, he's like, "Right, we're doing a quick youth update." Pulls in, pops out his phone, press record. I'm like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> oh, hello." He's <laughs> recording now. The thing is, it was good. It was a nice sort of um, detachment from what he usually does. So uh, thanks for that. Um, did he have his dick out? <laughs> I can imagine. No comment. Windy with, with having uh, quite a substantial penis. Oh, he's got a big one. A big one, isn't it? Completely unbalances uh, him. Half his body weight. Half his body weight and cock. He's, um, anyway, cheers, Windy. It's yeah. always the skinny ones. <laughs> it's always the skinny ones that have massive cocks. It's all about the scale, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I have seen some porn that, that uh, the blokes are like, you, that shouldn't be real. That's yeah. not real. Is there some sort of. Star Wars shit going on here. Uh, the fighting cock is partnered by Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Twelve men a day commit suicide. It's it's because uh, it's thoughtless because we don't share our problems. Calm have a helpline open from five pm until midnight. Zero eight zero eight eight zero two five eight five eight. Their website is thecalmzone.net. Twitter handle is at thecalmzone. Have a talk to each other if you feel sad, because it's always in, it's important. Very important. Um, there's there's a game at Stamford Bridge, the the, the Premier League. Two. Was it PL2? Is it under 23s? I think. I yeah, think so. under 23s. Um, tickets for Spurs fans are £5 for those over 20, £3 for juniors and seniors. Uh, ticket, tickets are available in person from Tottenham Hotspur Ticket Office, and you can telephone them at 0344 option 2, from 9 30 a.m. on Monday to Friday, Thursday. September the 5th. Oh, you, you did so well as well. You were doing so well. I don't care. You're getting better at this. What, reading? Yeah. <laughs> reading aloud? Yeah. I am terribly at reading now. I don't know. Did, did you hate it in school? Uh, yeah. yeah. I did. I did. It was like, there was always... The, what is that about? It's getting people to stand up at school and, uh, and read fucking Shakespeare often. Yeah. It's like hard... I couldn't do that now. I can't even read fucking normal English now. But anyway. Yeah, we can move on for this glorious banter. Um... <laughs> So we're playing Stoke on Saturday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, sh- so, he shrugs. So before we're doing this podcast, we, we met up with the Bear Pit TV, which are um, they're, they're a YouTube channel that covers Stoke. Really good stuff. They've got a big Facebook following. And I spoke to them about, about the game. Uh, and the feeling at Stoke at the moment isn't that they're not that happy, although they had a good transfer window. Wilfred Boney came in. Um, he's, we saw what he was like at Stoke um, at Swansea great player 
um, strong, difficult to handle. I know these are cliches, but they're all true when Wilfred Brownlee are concerned. Well, the thing is, they only spent twenty million pounds this summer. Which, if you if you look at the, some of the money that's being thrown around by teams like Bournemouth and stuff, it's not a lot. And um, I think in total um, net, I know we don't like to talk about net transfers, but it was like seventeen million pounds they spent because they sold Mark Wilson for three million. And then if you add the hundred million they got from Premier League rights, yeah, exactly. They've got shitloads of money. And that's why a lot of their fans are quite upset because they've seen the money going into play in recruitment and they haven't spent anything. Mm. Their two biggest signings, um, well, excluding Joe Allen, uh, Wilfred Boney, and fuck his name. Bruno Martin, didn't he? That's the chap. Yeah, Yeah, defender. And they've got a young kid from Egypt who is the African talent of the year. Ramadan Subi. Very interesting name, that. Why? Well, you know, just never seen someone called Ramadan before. It's like being called Christmas. Exactly. It's just it's very bizarre. I'd love to be called Christmas. Why wouldn't you want to be called Christmas? Is that everyone's <laughs> favourite time of the year? I had a girlfriend whose uh, oh, mum right. was from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? Whose mum was from Spain and she was called Conception, which was... Uh, well, or Concepcion. Concepcion. Yeah. It was a really, obviously the Spanish date. During the time of Franco, they would take really religious names. What's the literal translation of that in English? It is the, the conception of, the, right, of Christ. Christ. Not shag. No, yeah. and I knew a Filipino guy called Bienvenido, which means welcome, which I always find quite funny. His name was Welcome. Name was welcome. That is pretty I good. I said there's a footballer called Welcome somewhere. I know there's one called Success. Nigerian yeah. players have always have quite yeah. creative mm-hmm. names, don't they? Who, who's the uh, one who ends with love? That's probably not Nigerian. Well, Wagner, 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 not yeah. Nigerian, though, is he? No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Brazilian. There was an athlete sort called Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> More or less the same. In the, in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, there's a South of the Equator. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. What would you say? I've, I've completely lost it. We were talking about Ramadan. Yeah, the striker. The final game of Dembele's suspension. Jump for joy, man. Oh, no. It's, uh, we've missed it. Is it. Am I right in saying in the 23 games he featured in last year, we didn't lose one? Man United, first, <laughs> first game of the season. Fuck my giddy ass. But, play, but he played right wing in that game, yeah. so it doesn't count. Yeah. Every game he played in midfield with Dyer. Can, can, I, can I get T to admit something? Do you remember the game versus Stoke last year? Or Which one, home or away? Home, and we sat together in the upper tier in the south. South. Yeah, the 2-2, two, two, yeah. yeah. Right, and you know what I'm getting at here, don't you? You know what reminds me of this. So, yeah. what, so what did I say? I said Dembele is, I think it says, along the lines of the best player at a football club. And I said no. You, no, you said, you, you said no with indignation, indignation and looked at me like I was scum. <laughs> That's what you did. At that point, his stock was very low. Yeah, but I saw it. That's <laughs> you saw what was going to happen today. Yeah, in the same way I, today. I, I saw Harry Kane. I saw Dembele. <laughs> we, we know Harry Kane's shit now. He's like rubbish. He's, 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 he's reverting <laughs> yeah. to mean yeah. at the moment. Is that he's, what you're saying? Yeah, he's had a, he's had a little uh, peak in his career, but <laughs> by, by, by and large, we're about to see his average. And if, he's, if, if this is his mean now, imagine how bad he's going to be in the latter end of his career. Yeah, it's itself straight away. So get rid of him. Yeah. How much would we get for Kane now, do you think? I reckon about 500,000. Now, how much really would we sell Kane for? Do you uh, think? I think a minimum of 50. 60 million, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. Good money, that is. There's not many strikers in world no, football. So it. There's a paucity of them. I mean, if wait, if Higuain was 74, I reckon 80. 
Mm. I do, I do, you got, you no, well, no. I, I do quite like this thing that there's no strikers in football. It's like there's a, all these youth teams out there just playing with no strikers. Well, there's not. There's loads of number tens. There's no, not many out and out strikers. Even the best youth strikers in the world are Messi and Ronaldo. They're not. They're not your typical number nine, are they? No, they're, they're goal scorers, but they're yeah, Lewandowski kind of. Lewandowski is the best one. Lewandowski is the best one. Higuain, Aguero. Yeah, but look how far, look how far ahead Suarez, of everyone else. Be, best, the, as far as you say, was a great number nine. Ibrahimovic is 50. Yeah, yeah, he is. But you're saying that like, there's no number nines out there. No, I said there's a dearth of them. There's a, there's a lot. There's, there's none at all. But in all seriousness, like Spurs this summer, there wasn't like loads of options. Yeah. Vincent Janssen was probably the... Probably the best one we could have got. We got him. Do I actually don't know? Who did we want before Janssen? We didn't get Batshuayi. Yeah, yeah, him. But he went to Chelsea. So fucking yeah. Thirty-eight. Yeah. If you prepared to play for him, then. scumbag. Yeah. Um, which apparently the transfer that led to our man Paul Mitchell saying like, yeah, "Fuck this club." If they're not going to pay attention to me, what the fuck am I doing here? Is is, is the underlying. Uh, I might be wrong. I don't know. I have no idea you played football at any level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul Mitchell. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I can, I'm allowed to say it. I think, um, yeah, I think... If you feel it. like you shouldn't say it, then, then don't. But just tell us after. I think, tell I us think, about um, the other thing. Oh, yeah, we'll, t- we'll take it after. We'll yeah. Say, yeah. Not at half-time. What we say after. I think, yeah, but Shrey was, was Mitchell's target. But then I also think Nkudu was as well. So... He's got his own way. He's got his legacy. <laughs> if he turns out to be an absolute, yeah. he's shy. That's his legacy. Must like Daniel Camoli. His legacy yeah. is Gareth Bale, isn't it? And um, Bedwa Isuakota was his as well. That's yeah. not a legacy. He was That's okay. just something he was, that happened. He was good for a while. Yeah, he was. When when Modric played uh, played in that midfield, mm. um, yeah. he was Kotto uh, was superb. Uh, yeah, so Stoke have had some good signings, but obviously results not going away. They're currently bottom of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, Oh, they bottom. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. One point, good uh, from three games. Oh, you say good, right? So I was doing this. This we did like a special podcast. You can be able to hear Fighting Cock um, previewing the Stoke game with a Stoke fan, and we found common bond in our hatred of Arsenal, and they uh, yeah. fucking loathe Arsenal. Well, it's been like when Bolton were in the Premier League. Like, yeah. I could have a lot of sympathy for Bolton fans because they just pissed off Arsenal so much. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of fine with them doing that, but apart from anything else, they've still employed Charlie Adam. Yes, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And and last year we absolutely destroyed them at um, I was going to say Roker Park in uh, uh, the Britannia Stadium. Mm. It's uh, called the Bet Three Six Five Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that kind of threw well, me. Well, this, this, welcome to our new world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brave yeah. new world. Every Duncan four, Duncan Serena, yeah. <laughs> Every four years there'll be a new name. Yeah, at the salons. But I, I wrote a while ago, which ended up on a Stoke forum. <laughs> which I, which I, I still go. I went to visit it today. It was Oatcake forum. Or what, what did you write? It was about Stoke Perg about how that they'd sold their soul of being like a consistent team in the pursuit of being a flamboyant team. So what they are at the moment is how Spurs used to be. They've got one or two great individuals who when they play really well are amazing, but on the whole, they're not great. But you catch them on the wrong day, Shakiri, Afalai, these kind of guys, Arnautovic, they can turn it on and absolutely destroy you. But over the course of 38 games, they're not that great. Shakiri's not fit. The weekend won't be playing, which is well, you know I always like watching Shakiri play. He's a score of he's a score of great goals, not score. Of, he he, 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 just, he, he just makes me think that I can do anything. Shakiri, when you look like he does, uh, he, he's not. I mean, he's not a footballer. It's Tonk, isn't he? He's he's so, his legs that. are just ridiculous. They make it's the same with Arnautovic though. He's a potato with legs. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like you don't really understand how they can manage to get up and down the foot. Well, they don't really, but. 
they yeah, if they can got if they've got free kick in their locker, then that's I love why they're in the I team. I love Arnautovic. Yeah, love I've got a soft spot for Arnautovic. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's also just, a bit of a nasty bastard, yeah. which I think would work. Yeah, that works. And that, 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 there's something about nasty bastards that make you, you kind of it's easy to have an affection for him. Well, he's also a bit of a lunatic as well. He at Inter he was worse than Balotelli, I think, at getting up to stupid things. Really? I Can't think somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> gave him like a R8 Audi. I think he had it an hour before he wrapped it around a lamppost or something like that. Brilliant. Um, he, he's called Baby Ibrahimovic, isn't he? Which yeah, is, looks a bit like him with the top knot. It's just pathetic. I mean, that's pathetic. Just call him the shit Ibrahimovic. That would be more in keeping but that has, goal is I was going to say has any player has been like the baby Ronaldo or baby Messi ever amounted to anything no, ever no that, that, that's the Not worst really. it's like kiss of death saying you're the next well it used to be like the, um, the next Maradona that was yeah, yeah, like, Ortega and Aymar and those yeah. people and they just did nothing anyone Argentinian half decent yeah straight away Jarlan signed from as well 13 million from Liverpool I don't think he's played a game yet so has he not I don't think he has. I might have that wrong. I don't think he has. He's, I quite like Joan. I thought he had a good Euros. Quite tidy on the ball. Don't think he's anything special, but I quite like him. Yeah, he's a tidy enough player. Alright. Uh, Nick Smith says Does Harry Kane need to be dropped for his own good, or is it just his usual early slow starts? Anyone actually really think that Harry Kane should be dropped? Well, the thing is. Go on, season, tell, tell me. A few Go seasons on. ago. Raheem Sterling was sent on holiday by his manager at the time, Brendan Rodgers. Mm. And he came back revitalised. I think Kane might just need a little bit of a break. Not, not, not necessarily dropping him, but I think he's been playing non-stop for the last two, three years. And, I mean, I don't know, probably score Hattrick on Saturday and just kick on, kick on like he normally does. But he does, look, he does have a look of a tired player. And I think um, now we've got Janssen, and we're going to get Adebayor back, that's a joke, <laughs> that I think we're all right. I think we're right in that position and I think maybe just give him a little week on holiday maybe go to the Maldives or whatever the fuck you know and just come back refreshed I wouldn't play him against Stoke I'd play Janssen because we've got Monaco coming up I would I'd give him put him on the bench and let him rest if we're winning doesn't have to come on if we're if it's tight then bring him on he started like 69 games in a row or something mad like that as well so mm. I probably want to keep that record going but but you make a point we've got um, two games a week for the next three four weeks so I think he'll have to shuffle his pack somewhere and I guess there'd be no harm if it has to I be think this will actually help us get up to match fitness again because we the, 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 the players that played in, 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 in the Euros and the Copa America which is pretty much all of our first team squad are paid 90 minutes per man between them in pre-season friendly what, yeah. what we need now is games we need a regular flow of football in order to get our team up to speed having 8 games in 4 weeks or whatever it is uh, is what we need right now I don't think so. So, so Pochettino has said that he needs a few. The, the whole squad needs a few weeks to get up to match fitness and sharpness. And he did it last season. You, you play your best players and you put those players in to get their sharpness, and eventually it will click. And around sort of November up until about April, we were just like as good as unstoppable. Yeah. Um, so it's going. It's likely to be the same thing this this. This season, I think Kane's going to start on Saturday. I think that the only reason we're going to not play Lamella is because he's going to land and then probably travel to Stoke maybe the morning after. Yeah. But other than that, I don't see any reason why we'd why we'd change things that drastically. Um, the Anson only came on the other day because Wolves <coughs> went off injured yeah. and Dyer dropped back. Yeah, I don't see any reason why we should change it that drastically. Was you oh, gone? Well, I was going to say what we haven't spoken about is the fact that Son didn't travel to Korea to play um, for his national team. Which I, I mean, he was playing against Syria, who was probably not the biggest challenge in football terms. But 
I found that quite in, in global politics, quite a big <laughs> challenge. <laughs> well, it was in Korea. First of all, how the fuck did the Syrians get to Korea? It was in Malaysia. I was in Malaysia. Don't, was don't say on a boat. Don't fucking say on a don't. boat. For fuck's sake, God. I never said that. <laughs> I see it in your eyes. <laughs> on my boat, but yeah. <laughs> we were talking about because you just bought a car, haven't you? Yeah. From uh, an Italian model car. Of course. Uh, coming on a boat. It's coming on. What was your biggest fear? Well, I said, what would happen if it turns up and there's a shitload of refugees in the booth? <laughs> what would you do? Well, my cleaner just got deported. Oh my <laughs> no, god! No, really? No, I'd welcome them. Make them a cup of tea. Refugees welcome. Well, exactly. Well, that's that's a bit of podcast title. How big's the car? No, right. You're expecting loads of them. Quote. That's a clown car. No, the the title of the podcast is the people. It's the people versus <laughs> the people yeah. versus Tottenham. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, but I, I don't think we drop Kane. <laughs> I don't think we drop Kane at this stage. We don't drop Kane. I, I no, agree I with you and Tom. No. I think Pochettino's been saying he said last season after Kane's slow start that he basically went through his own mini pre-season the first kind of five or six games when yep. he didn't score, and I think it's the same this season. He's he's played once against Inter Milan, who were about to sack their manager and were really shit. Mm. He's not up to speed at all. He's just played this game for England where he didn't have any support and people are panning him but he he just needs a couple of games he needs a goal and he'll be absolutely fine I've got a question like, how do we all feel about the fact that Kane is going through his mini pre-season while our season has started just nature of the beast but what can, what can we do like he, got, he went to the Euros Pochettino's already said the season should have started later it was a right decision not to take him to Australia I think the, the club shouldn't have done that Australia tour but but how was money. that tour? Because you were you were present on that tour, weren't you? How you went it? out there to Australia. I did. Yeah, oh. I went to Melbourne. Was it shit? It was. <laughs> Long story short, I basically before the tour, I was really cynical about it, particularly when I saw the squad. Like I landed in Melbourne, opened up Twitter, saw the squad, and then went back to my hotel and wrote an angry article saying I think this is piss poor planning <laughs> and it's ridiculous. But then actually, when you're on the tour. Like you get amazing access in pre-season. There's only three of us from the UK there. Me, a guy from the Sun, and a guy from the Mail. And it was just like... Steam company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just amazing access. Like we, did, we did a sit-down with Pochettino, like 20 minutes, had a coffee with him, talked to him, spoke to all the players, sat next to Lamella on a mini bus, <laughs> going to some AFL game. Like It was unbelievable. So obviously at the end of it, I was like... That was fucking quality. Was you, was you like, I shouldn't have wrote, written that article? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you've, you've got to stick to your guns, but it's hard. sometimes, actually, as a journalist, it's hard to sort of distinguish between... Sometimes, maybe, it's, it's easier to be at home and away, away from it all yeah. to, to, to be a sort of cast an impartial eye over it. But the tour itself, I think, was, was a bit of a piss take, given given the Euros and the start of the season, it was just right at the wrong time. We and also did the exact same thing last season. We went to Malaysia at the end of the season and then we went out, was it Australia as well? It we was post-season. We went to Malaysia and, uh, and Sydney right after the season ended. Yeah. And we did Munich. That's and then the, we did, yeah, we did the Audi Cup yeah. literally two days before we lost season. to Man U. Yeah. So it's not without... But we performed well in that game against Man United. It weren't like... But who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do agree. But I mean, we didn't win. Four, I didn't, I didn't four agree. Games. Really, we didn't win. Perform well. Thank God, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we were unlucky we were to unlucky. lose, surely. Yeah, but, but then you, you look absolutely at... stuff them at Whitehall Lane, yeah. like later on in the season. Very true. Um, do you know what time it is? It's time. 
It's brain busters. It's time. It's time for tea, mm. and, I, and I should be backing tea because he's fighting cock. But it's betrayal. Of, you need to help him out <laughs> by answering questions, getting questions right to take points away from. No, the no, don't get me wrong. I want to win this. I want. I like. I like the fact that T's here. Tom's here. He's, he's giving it the big one. <laughs> yeah. I really have. I deserve everything I get if this doesn't go well. And if I win, that would be like you know. I'll never forget. Let you forget. So uh, I feel better with Flav one to be honest. <laughs> Why you lose whatever goes? Keep it in house. Just what in house though. This is what I'm talking about. Mayweather. I'm feeling Dan's a little bit. Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> Mayweather would never say this. I'm the best motherfucker on this planet. Well, if I win, I'll do that. But I've got I've got a funny feeling about Dan. All right, we yeah, go. I have. Yeah. He's just quietly uh, confident kind of oh, thing. I'm so bad. At no, I'm going to be oh, shit I'm to so this. bad. <laughs> I've not got one. I've not got one. Brody's brainbusters. Brody's brainbusters. It's like UFC. It's time. Yeah. Is this going to be like a kind of McGregor Diaz war? I, I, I think it's going to be like more McGregor v Aldo then. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> Diaz. Um, 12 seconds. You're going to knock him out in 12 seconds. Oh, okay. It might be me getting knocked out. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You've got a score chart. <laughs> Jesus I've Christ. I've had to keep a score chart because. We've got a pen. It, yeah, here, here you go. Oh, yeah, the only, yeah. Pen behind the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Black okay. okay, so I've got to start you off. A nice and easy starter. Okay. Who is this former Spur? Fuck's sake. I was born on the 13th of March, 1973. You can jump in whenever you think you got it. Cheers. In Tsunami. <laughs> in Tsunami. Ekadavids. Ekadavids. Fuck Shit, you. son. What? <laughs> Told you, Dark Horse. Telling you. Bollock. Who the fuck is born in, in Tsunami? Tsunami. Suriname, you cunt. Suriname. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Fuck's <laughs> sake. No, no, hang on, hang on. If you're going to bring questions to the party, you need to... Fuck it, I got it. Move on, move on. Next question. Suriname. Tsunami. No, no, I went on... I said Suriname. You said Tsunami. Tsunami. I got it from the birth, anyway. Exactly. Question two. Dan's up one. Who is the only Spurs player to have played versus his brother in the Premier League? Boateng. Clements. Allen. In the Premier League. Clio, Cl- is it? Is it? Is it Paul Allen? No. In the pre- who's the only Spurs the player League. to have played versus his prop? Michael Dawson. <laughs> Michael Dawson. Oh my God! What's going on? Fucking hell! What's going on? He's two up. Oh I forgot God. to mention we're playing as podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's a who is missing. In the third round of the League Cup in 2013, we played Villa away and won 4-0. The defence that day was Walker, Vertonghen, Kiriches and who? Norton. No. Rose. Rose. No. Fuck. Flyers. Flyers. Oh, See? Pause my back. Pause my back. Fucking Zaki Flyers. Now we're going to start with Killer. This is a Killer round. As um, as Dan is in front, I'm going to start with him. He thought it was going to be me that started, that's why he did it this way. He's no. <laughs> going to get my questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is um, killer Premier League appearances. So, Gareth Bale has 146 Premier League appearances for Spurs. Terrico, higher or lower? Oh, 146, that's tough. <laughs> that is that tough. Is tricky. Uh, I will go... Lower. Lower, correct. Dan's still in. 
How much did he have then? Yeah, 130. Too many. 129, too many. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. The Tongan. Higher or lower? Tom. 139. Uh, Terry Coe had 130. The Tongan. Higher or lower? Lower. Lower, correct. You're still in. Flav. David House. Well, how many did he have? 121. <laughs> David House. Higher or lower? Premier League. Yeah. Premier League. Premier League. <laughs> Please don't go out. Premier League. Higher. Higher, correct. You're still in. Played. Oh. T. David Howe's had 143. Just Dean Austin, low. higher or lower? Fuck's sake. Dean Austin. Higher or lower than 143? Maybe we got off lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to say higher. T's out. Oh, he played in the pre- he played in the pr- football league, didn't he? Dean Austin had 124 <laughs> Premier League appearances. He played early doors and he played. Yeah. But Edinburgh. Oh no, 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 took him out. Doesn't matter, mate, you're out. For fuck's sake. you got to represent this. One against two now. So, 124, Dean Austin. David Ginola, <clears throat> higher or lower? This is horrible. Were they all around that same. Oh, you know. 124. Um, lower. Lower. Mm. Still in. Oh, Michael Patrick! <laughs> <laughs> Ginola got 100 Premier League appearances. Pavlichenko, higher or lower? <laughs> That's tough. Man. Are you joined in 08? Don't try and rationalise it. You've got a <laughs> gut feeling, mate. Lower than 100. Yeah. Higher than 100. Uh, I'm going to go lower. Lower. 78. Yes. Slab. Yep. Zakora. Oh, higher fuck or lower. you. <laughs> Zakora. Zakora. Higher or lower than perhaps 78. Oh man, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna say lower. No, Flav. Fuck you. How many do you have? Higher, 88, 10 more appearances. We've got to dissolve our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We ain't lost shit. We have, them two against each other. Yeah, Sakura got 88. <clears throat> Gomez, higher or lower? Higher. Higher, 95. Oh, as a goalkeeper, you can't Tom, got back to goalkeeper. Rule Fox, higher or lower than Gomez's 95? <laughs> this isn't about knowledge. Uh, higher. Higher, correct. Yes. Oh, 106. How, how, many, how many have you got on there? I've got loads. <laughs> and I've got a tiebreaker as well, just in case. So, Rule Fox, 106. Dan, Kabul, higher or lower than 106? Over both periods. In total, right? In total. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> really tricky. He was injured a lot. I'm gonna go lower. No, it was higher. Oh, Tom wins. Do Tom, I, Tom, yes. Point for Tom. Got a point at least. Well, that, that was good news. Yeah, that's, what, that you, what you should have done is you should have lost on purpose. Maybe you won't. If you're Italian, you, you would have lost on purpose. You can see it in his eyes. He wants it. Yeah. 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 Give, give, give the Tottenham man the dissolve forever. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an unassailable lead. So, just for the record, we're not gonna dissolve. The next question is transfer window missing men. So what we're going to do is, for example, this summer we signed Vincent Janssen, Sissoko, Wanyama, and which midfielder from Marseille? George Nkudu. There we go, you don't get no points for that. Yeah, but half a point. (laughs) (laughs) So, for the 2001-2002 season, we signed Bunjicevic, Ziga, Poye, Sheringham, Casey Keller, (laughs) and which centre-back for 10 million? Dean Richards. That was a point each. Ooh, that, that is a point each. That, that, that was exactly the same. Yeah. I, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, let's <laughs> do it back. I, I break it. 
Yeah. I got. I can yeah, tie yeah. break it. Tie break it. <sighs> okay. So this is gonna. So be- wait a second. Where the fuck have you come from, Dad? Yeah. I have no idea. Shit in this. Yeah. Seriously. When I listen at home, I can't do it at all. You're you're a no, fucking I'm, hustler. I'm on it. I'm on it. As Dan's in front, he goes. He goes. He goes first on this. So. Darren Anderton is our top Premier League player with the most appearances. How many appearances has he got? This is closest um, to pin wins. Nice. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Darren Anderton's actually out. I can't believe, I can't it. believe that either. <laughs> he never played. It's probably true. Um, <laughs> I'll go for 340. He had 600 career appearances, Darren Anderton, by the way. <laughs> That's not the question. You're not getting a point Four for that. <laughs> I want half a point. <laughs> so basically, you, you high or basically high or lower? No, 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 If he goes lower, he's closest. If he goes higher, and it's higher than I'll that. Say, I'll say 310. T gets the point. It's 299 appearances. Daddy! I'm now back into the white box. Like me, I'm back in it. Okay. In 93-94, we purchased midfield general Dazelle, Kevin Scott, <laughs> dynamic right back Kerslake, and which midfielder for forty-seven thousand pounds? For my time, Howes. Hazard, Mickey Hazard. Fuck it. Bought him back from Chelsea. Back <laughs> no. Swindon. Some Swindon. <laughs> well, that's half a point for not. <laughs> right. In two thousand and two, two thousand and three, we signed Robbie Keane, Asimovic. And which 19-year-old from Arsenal? Ricky, Ricky! Ricky. Ricky. Oh, I was first! Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! T's in the lead, so the score's currently <laughs> me on one, T on three, Dan Kilpatrick on two, and Tom on one. In 97-98, we signed Nicola Bertie, Les Ferdinand, David Ginola, and which, Ch- which player from Chelsea for £350,000? Sullivan! No. Andy Gray? No. What was it? Year was it? Frode Grodas! Frode Grodas! Frode Grodas! Get in You see what we're up against? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> You're a fucking freak. Oh, Let this be a fucking lesson to all of you. Fucking outrageous. We took my grandad the other day, that's why I remembered him. Wasn't he like 44? Goalkeeper. Fuck me, wow. Right, right. This is the, fi- the final question. There, right, so are two, there are two points available in this right. question. It's draw or nothing. No, you can't win. No. <laughs> We're, again, I'm losing, so it's a team effort. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which two Spurs players were sent off when Spurs lost to Stoke in 2008? Asa Ricardo. Bell. Bell is one. Dawson! Oh, say that. Tom gets Tom Dawson. Gets Whatever, T's one again. And that's, that's <laughs> it. It's over. Silence at the stadium again. Fuck it The stadium is again silent. Wow. Very well played. Let a two goal lead slip. That's so Spurs. Shut your mouth. You stand for Bruce Lee, mate. You've got to No, you may have old chaffered it. Oh, mate. Oh, I love this. Now you're really losing your mind. I told you, honestly, he's he's, he's a freak. Rhoda Grodas. Rhoda Wow, from nowhere. I haven't thought about him in literally 15 years. I was thinking that would be... I'd even like, had a shitload of like clues to give. <laughs> thinking that no one would... <laughs> I was expecting Grodas. someone to say Kudicini, but no one. No, I thought it was Sullivan. Then. Barney Bravo, that was superb yeah, once again. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, top floor. Good for me, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, international ah, fuck that we've had a long podcast uh, questions if you if you could have a hip hop sounding nickname what would it be stylish riot have you ever, did you see the running order did you prepare for this question this is this is in um, uh, so on our podcast last season I very very randomly out of nowhere called Dan Dan Keepy yeah that's good and he didn't like it oh, didn't and like he still it. doesn't like it judging <laughs> by the look that he's given me so Stylish Riot who's Jim uh, who's on the podcast quite regularly he asked that to be a dickhead <laughs> the thing is I actually, I, a I turned off the game last night and watched Straight Out of Compton yep um, I reckon Dan K. Pizzle I like Kenny P no he's a better one no, that's know, great good. that's I'm great. sorry about Kenny P is awesome I didn't know about this <laughs> Dan Kenny P sorry Dan, Dan I'm sorry Dan Kili Kili what's your issue with it Dan it's, it's not not so much an issue with it. It's just that everyone found it hilarious and that you're so unlike that that name. Yeah, but that's maybe. Fine. Yeah, that's it. It was such a. It's like Windy's jingle. You know, yeah. it's so far yeah, detached yeah, from who he actually yeah. is when you get that explained. Ultimately, we're making fun of Windy. I think that's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Don't like it. Don't like making fun of me. Wait till you hear mine. We were talking. We were. I was watching Straight Outta Compton with my mate, who's <coughs> posher than me. He's mm-hmm. got a black Labrador called Nelson. Is that allowed? Why is it called Nelson? Just li- exactly the same as David Brent, but not after Horatio. After Horatio. Oh my god. Um, and I said to him, if I was in Compton in the 80s, I would have lasted three days. And he was like, three hours. Yeah. Which I reckon <laughs> three days. I reckon I could have. You reckon we could hid, hid for long enough to stay alive? <laughs> yeah. No, I reckon I could have like just kept it real for. I don't know. 20, 24 hours? Oh, and then just kid for, for yeah, 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 it was no, no, no white person would have survived. But to be fair, Dan's wearing blue, so maybe if he took refuge of the Crips, he'd, he'd be okay. Did so the Crips wear blue? Because yeah, blood's blood. <laughs> That's why you wouldn't have survived. <laughs> <laughs> blood's by name, we're red. And yeah. Okay. Well, I'd be called the black inside. The, the black inside? The, the black inside, yeah. Why? Because I'm, I, I am, given my hip-hop knowledge, the... Didn't the manifestation didn't even, of black people inside the white man. You, you didn't even fucking get my big pun lyric early on. I'm disappointed by that. I've never listened to big pun. How can you not listen to big fucking but pun? He's not he's Puerto Rican. It's not the point. Okay. Didn't uh, Matt Gottschall think that you were black? Black as well. He thought it was so. me. There you go. His stitches up. There you go. There you go. I tell you what. When so, I well, is that an acceptable thing to call myself if I was a hip hop artist? I don't think it would go down well. It, would, it wouldn't in some circles, no. no but enough. when I first met Flav, I thought there's a possibility he might be black. And, um, <laughs> and Flav picked me up from, from Fringy Park Station. And, um, Wait, had you heard his voice or just... I'd heard, just I'd heard his voice, but the name I thought, maybe. <laughs> but I thought maybe his name was like David Flavin or something. That's obviously not his name. So Flav picks me up and he's playing um, The Mystery of Chess Boxing by the Wu-Tang. Yeah! Thought, yeah. Yeah, Me and them could be. Were friends. you really yeah. playing it, or when you knew you were picking? Hey, so it's coming. <laughs> you switched from boy zone to that. <laughs> Your suggestion: I racially profiled team and, and put music on that he might like because he's black. Is possibly, that what you're suggesting? You're a very clever man, so possibly. Oh, there's, there's clever, and then there's just fucking racist. That, that's that, not that. racist. Yeah, it is. Oh, there's a black man coming in. Oh, let me play rap music. That's racist. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the black inside. Because it, ha- it happens. The thing is, my name is almost hip-hop, isn't it? Thelonious Wolf is yeah, that's kind of it. glorious. So you take I've, that. I've got to kind of keep keep that. Fair enough. That name came about because a mate of mine called me it, and I thought that sounds kind of cool, and I kept it. That because, is very um, cool. I often say stuff that's inappropriate and filthy. 
and yep. that's how the name came Do you know, out. you wouldn't believe it when you listen to the podcast and most of the stuff that has to be cut out for <laughs> either being too offensive or libelous is from, from T. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My very, very first podcast was about five years ago today and I had to get something cut out in that podcast. Yeah, we'll tell you after the pod. We'll tell you after the pod. I don't know, I spent all day doing a fucking quiz, man. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> I'm worried about you saying something offensive, so... Uh, That's got, the illegal thing. We've got, did you do yours, Tom? What, my, my rapper name? Yeah. I couldn't... I, I couldn't be le- less, like, applicable to rap music if I, if I tried. Fabulous points. Sorry. Fabulous, Fabulous points. points, yeah, that'll do. Alright, yeah, fair enough. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S-C. There you go. Goes, it goes. Anyway, let's question. AT underscore Spurs says, Would you shake Sol Campbell's hand if you knew it would kill him? This is a great question. It, it's because, amazing. Yeah. No, why is it? Um, well, because because you think he's a scumbag and you want and you want him to die. You want him to, to you want him to kill. Him. But then I thought I thought his life is so miserable that it'd be good to keep him alive. It's, it's, it's a fun figure because he went for the Tory leadership that didn't go well. Yeah. He's tried to go into a career and to present and that's not gone well. Yeah. So laughing at his misfortunes is more better than just ending yeah. it. He's done what he's done. And then nothing's ever going to change that, whether he's he's dead or alive. So I'm quite, and and he does. You're right. He does live a very weird, miserable existence now that he's trying to be something that you will never be able to be. He was good at football, and that's all that he ever was. And then he made his horrible decisions. You know, he is who he is now. But Got something to tell you afterwards. All right, <laughs> we've got to stop doing this. Listeners, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Going for a pint after this. It seems yeah, like yeah, it's we'll enough time. Yeah. Right, okay. But this is deeper than that. This is about having a, another person's life in your hand and then being able just to extinguish it like that. Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. Dan's from the hood, so he knows. Some yeah, some Killy P. Killy P. knows all about that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could end another human being's life. I don't know if I. Yeah, could. Even him. You're saying you're not a murderer. This is hypothetical. We've heard fucking shit off the podcast. We know more or less that you're capable of it. Of murder. Yeah, the the, the, the bad stuff and then murder. <laughs> I don't know if I could murder. I don't know if I could murder someone. It's like in 24. Yeah. But Alex would know. The guy been the guy they shake they President Palmer's. I seen that. I seen that. He poisoned. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could end. But you're not. You're not like taking that. a knife and stabbing them in the, in the I, neck no, or, a, or a biro and fucking joking. If them. I was going to kill someone, I'd kill them, and they they would know that I've killed them. Not like you, you go up look and shake their hand and then walk away. I but don't know. I, I I don't. I I couldn't kill him. It's a bit Judas, isn't it? it it's yeah, classic. exactly. It's a bit yeah. afraid. Well, perfect for soul in a way. It's kind of like yeah. the, the kiss of death. And, and you would have to actually shake his hand. Um, I, I would rather not touch him, and also be fine with not killing another human being. So I would say no to be honest. The fact that he's craving respect and he's craving like the kind of people to, to turn around and say he's an, he's an amazing person and he's not getting that fills me with a little bit of joy that he's looking for somebody to just admire him and, and here we are talking about him on our podcast <laughs> well, we're um, talk, we are talking about killing him though yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a bit deep here but earlier on Flav mentioned um, Colin Kaepernick who famously didn't stand up for the American National Anthem yeah. and throughout his career he's never t- spoken about black issues and the black struggle in, in America and Throughout Sol Campbell's career, he's never spoken about the black struggle in the UK, which is obviously very different. This is his story. Can I get to that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, now, now, now he's retired, he's talking about Operation Black Vote and black people don't get opportunities in football. But I think, I don't speak as, as a black person, I think we want someone who feels that they represent our culture and I think is a bit opportunistic about it and it almost sets us back, him, putting him, him positioning himself as a spokesperson for all of us. So, so you're going to kill him? No, because I think, as I said, his life, his life is, is, is better than parody. Mm. It's better than parody. But then if you think of all the happy people, though, 
We want a jelly and ice cream to sell. We'd be selling all of London. <laughs> yeah. what, what about if they, if, if you did do it and then the Spurs fans, because the club would never do it, obviously, but they, the Spurs fans set up a, like built a statue of you in in Tottenham because you'd obviously go down for life. Yeah, forever. I wouldn't have to work again. But there would be a there would be a um, probably a paper mache trophy. Yeah, but I'd be I'd be in a fucking jail cell with a spoon trying to like trying to escape like short like redemption. Yeah, but you'd never get out to. Yeah, that's the problem. I'd rather right. shake his hand than he gets diarrhea or something. Like permanent diarrhea for the rest of his life. Okay. I don't want to kill him. Fair enough. But you diarrhea can kill. Alright, uh, <laughs> you didn't answer the Um I wouldn't do it. I did. Yeah, I, I think his life's pathetic enough to go on forever. Okay. And up up sharks says on Reddit, uh, he says, honestly, are we able to compete with Man City and United this year? If so Or if not. Or if not, why? Uh, well, we haven't spent, nah. spent loads of money or bought in Pep Guardiola. <laughs> I don't spend a goat noise. I absolutely, yes, we can. Yeah, yeah, of right, course we can. Well, what was? They've got more money than us, but they also had more money than us last year. And we finished above them in the league, so I don't really. But they had Pellegrini, where he was kind of on. on yeah, the, but I don't know. I don't see the. I don't. I don't see really what's changed. I think they've strengthened the squad, but Spurs have strengthened the squad as well. Um, it will be it will be harder this year. There's no doubt, and there's no doubt they they underachieved. But I think, like everyone's got to stop worrying. We're gonna be alright. Man City are such a weird team because they've had all this money, they bought all these players, but there's no team that sticks in the moment that sticks in. in they haven't really got a legacy as such. So Chelsea came into well, Chelsea have always had money since Matthew Harden came in and all the rest of it. But when Mourinho came in and they bought all those players. Everyone will remember that team. I think they almost got 100 points, which is yeah. unprecedented in the Premier League. And then next season, they dominated again. But City have always scraped a league when they beat United on goal difference. They, Liverpool, the Gerrard slip and they, and they slipped into win there. So they've never really had a really dominant team. And they, even, yeah. even, even yeah. now, they've got people like Sanya and Kleesha starting that fullback. So I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's impossible for us to compete this year. We're still a very tough team to beat. Um, I mean, the Everton game, I've not watched it completely... But in other seasons, we'd have lost that game. And I think it shows a lot about the spirit and the strength of our team that we can go for those games and not get them. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Spurs will lose many games this year. We, we definitely undercooked at the moment in the first three games and we haven't lost yet. I mean, we were second best for the first half against Everton. We were second best for the whole game against Liverpool or most of the game. Um, even, even for a, a period of the Palace game, we were second best. But we're just not going to lose many games and that's really important. But I think team made a good point about um, building legacies and stuff like that. We haven't seen that happen at City and Man United and um, what uh, the, this new version of Man United, but you can actually see it happening at Spurs. And um, I'm not too bothered. I'm not too bothered about them. I think I think if we sort ourselves out, sort, sort ourselves out this and towards the end of this month, I think it would be okay. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a reason why Pochettino spoken about so highly amongst everyone. You know, last season, people talk about the sort of skewed league table with... Leicester winning it and us coming third and you know everything else that happened but there's a reason why Pochettino spoken of so highly and there's not really been any major changes to our team that mean that we aren't going to be as entertaining at very least as we were last season so in terms of success to me I feel like we need to win a trophy and that you can do that a lot better than you know how you finish in the league so that's where I'd like to put a lot of focus and we can beat City yeah, we, we can, win can beat United yeah, we can win, but it's you know when you look at uh, what's easier to do, then winning a trophy is a little bit easier to do than winning a league. 
I think I I think Pochettino needs a trophy. Yeah, I think he needs something the to win. Yeah, get something to actually like pin pin up on the board and say this is the first step. Mourinho, Mourinho used to do it wherever Mourinho went, he'd win the first trophy, whether it be the Community Shield or the League Cup. He'd go in there. This is our first cup, and then it, after he spent 100 mil. The but, thing is, the league. Okay, like Posh, I feel like Pochettino's. He finished third in the league last year. We pushed for the title. He should have finished second, obviously. And now he's earned a certain level of respect. And I feel like he's making these decisions to like bomb out Bentaleb and maybe be rebranded as manager, not head coach. And I feel like he's that's because he's achieved so much in the league. If, if we'd have finished sixth or seventh last year and he won the league cup, I don't think he'd be afforded the same respect as FA he's cup, gotten. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying uh, I'm league saying Barley said league cup. Yeah, I don't I think I, I honestly. <coughs> I, I know it was Man City now but I was trying to remember the other day who won last season League Cup I couldn't fucking remember for about 10 minutes yeah. it's not at all really a tournament any, anymore that anyone wants to win I think pushing for the title and being up there in August sorry in April May is almost better than that now that's that's my view we I mean we're all around about the same age remember the Premier League the early years and we wanted to be <laughs> that's not true hold on <laughs> <laughs> see that's not true <laughs> well some of us do so. yeah, yeah. I mean we were always an easy team to beat and what we wanted to be was a tough team to beat so when George Graham came along we were to an extent a tough team to beat and then Redknapp comes along and we were swashbuckling and we would lose games without rigging at home and Wolves in the double over us and they finished fourth yeah. and um AVB comes in with a bit more of a pragmatic version of football and we thought that's what we needed, it didn't work. But now we've got Pochettino, we're hard to be and entertaining and that's, that's pretty much what we want and what we want, that balance. I think Pochettino needs a trophy but not, not... I don't think if he doesn't get a trophy this season, I don't think that would affect anything. The worry is with Pochettino is that he may suffer the same fate that Redknapp did. Redknapp suffered by finishing fourth in his second season, Brendan Rodgers finished second in that season and everything's going to be measured against that. So... If we don't finish in the top four this season, and as I, as I said a couple of weeks ago, it depends on how we finish, how we, how we finish where we finish. Yeah. But I do worry that if we don't finish, if we don't compete for the top four at least, I do worry about him. I'd take fourth in the League Cup. I'd take that. That's not I'd, bad. T- I'd take sixth in the League Cup, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I'd win, a, I'd win a trophy. But I'd I, take fourth and not the League Cup. Yeah, fair. But do you think we can compete with City and United? Uh no, I don't think that you can. Do you? Spend too much and Pep Guardiola is a fucking prick who won't go and manage Stoke <laughs> as he should to prove his worth as a manager. <laughs> do you think that in any way measures our season though? <laughs> no, I don't. I I, I think that uh, I think that by and large we should um we we should look at whether or not we enjoy going to watch Spurs and it doesn't matter whether we finish in the league do we enjoy going to White Lane do we believe in what Pochettino is doing do we believe that those players care for the shirt and if they do then fucking great it doesn't matter if we finish 6th or 5th the problem as ever is the people is the fucking people. people is the people right they'll ruin it for me they'll but ruin it for you they've if already you fucking going ruined it for me they're ruining it but you know what the people need this um, international window this international game they need a podcast about White Hart Lane to make them feel like they um, they belong to something. Which is coming on. It's, f- it's funny you should say that. <laughs> but, yeah. Great segue though. Yeah. Well Wonderful segue. Um, this feels really contrived. <laughs> um, so yeah, we every international break the Tottenham Way does a special podcast, um, like a feature length. 
Last season we did um, a Harry Redknapp Rain special and then we did an AVB special in the, the latter part of the year. And they're timeless, so you can still listen. Yeah, time- <laughs> yeah timeless, completely timeless. The Redknapp one times. and the AVB one was good. I yeah, to it's it was enjoyable good. because you, you, you get people, you know, we get people on anyway, but they sort of talk about stuff from their perspective and it's... They were both like pretty formative times, especially where we are now and why we love this team as we do now. I think both of those reigns were kind of were very important. But slight change of direction. So this week we're going to be releasing one that is to do with White Hart Lane and the stadium and the memories and everything that you know what people have gone to. And I've spoken to my granddad and stuff and spoken to him about how he remembers it back in forties and fifties and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, if if you're interested, then do look out for it and download thanks Barley <laughs> I didn't realise that was what I was being asked before <laughs> so it's, that is a good job that, uh, I'm here that don't worry, I got your back yes man but, uh, leave all of the other kind of semi-dubious stuff at the door that would be great actually no don't because that's what makes you Barley that's what makes you so interesting not we don't so know what shit's going to come out of <laughs> for the record this is always just a joke Barley's a stand up human being but if there is a man that's going to do something bad in our group you'll be the, the most likely we'll be the first one we send the police to <laughs> check out where he is check out where he is uh, yeah do do, um, do do download the fo- uh, the, the Tottenham it's a very good listen and um, obviously we love Raw the Roost and they're all, 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 not all of the others some of them we don't love <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the Tottenham Way is, uh, is, is a good listen and there's plenty of time for people to listen to all, all kinds of shit about Spurs that's why they download it because some people are freakishly interested in Tottenham stuff and if they weren't then we wouldn't still be doing this after five years so yeah, it's all good. Uh, how do we find you lot? Um, at, at, well, at Tottenham Way. Well, I'm, I'm at Dan... KP. Is it Dan KP or Dan, Dan underscore? underscore KP. At Dan underscore KP. You're a fucking publicist, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how that's do you find me? I'm at, I, I, there is at the Tottenham Way, but I've yeah. sort of, I can't be bothered The podcast is at They don't want Tottenham. to do that. Get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> can run the, can you, run the podcast. You need a social media guy. Yeah, I need a social media guy. Right. He will work for free and is competent. <laughs> so, it's a great job. There's interns and people yeah. who are interested. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, no yeah. doubt you will get a couple of offers if you if you want to. Okay, get in touch. Uh, we're on iTunes and Acast as well. Good. Body, everything all right? I think What's good. happening with you? Um, Any articles going through? The- no, we got um, Think Spurs and at Tottenham... Talking Tottenham tactics. They've been two big, big, uh, big players in the. They've been really the good. Tot- the fighting cop blog scene. They've been really good. They've been um, sending their stuff through. Yeah, Doesn't even talking Tottenham tactics checking. is very good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, really yeah good. he's really, really good. good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a good well worth following. He's ours. Is he? Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah so stay away. <laughs> you have my website and page built. <laughs> and I think Spurs. I'm, I, he's sending through some good stuff. Doesn't even need spell checking. He's, he's so just sticking up. He's got to probably put some like dodgy stuff in. I'll just post it up. Like a cock like in fight club. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> it's a blip on your messages. Ah! <laughs> so you're right, everyone right? I'm good, it's good to be back. I felt sad to miss out last week. Yeah, because I wanted to see the medal and I didn't get to see the medal and um it, But it was a good podcast. What was the medal like? Fucking heavy, like a fucking instrument you could easily beat a child to death. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure about a man, but a child definitely you could kick the Soul shit Campbell. out. No, no, he's not. He's a big cut though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. Oh, like, that's the thing, if you're gonna kill Sol Campbell, you'd beat him to death with an Olympic medal. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the one instrument you had on you. Well, it's not a handbar or anything. It's but like David and Goliath, just swing it around your head and just... Yeah. Chuck it in. I remember to follow the, uh, the fighting cock at Love the Shirt. You can follow Tottenham Ways, not at the Tottenham Ways, if we're talking about Dan underscore KP. Well, uh, Tom Tom follows can't follow get any, any follows now. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. No, so what, what's Tom's Twitter by the way? Yeah. We haven't uh, at Tom Foynes eighty seven. Yeah. Date of birth. Good work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got on Facebook.com forward slash the fighting cock. Um, actually, we're doing for people that listen to this. I'm not sure if it is a reward or not, but um, people that listen to this now, still at the end, um, we're doing some stuff for Project Football, where for the Stoke game, they've got this sort of chat app. That enables you to kind of have like a WhatsApp group open, except that it's open to more people. And the Fighting Cock are doing their own group for that. Um, we'll be broadcasting a little kind of preview to the Stoke game, uh, reaction at half time, and uh, kind of reaction after the game. And this, you download the app by typing in F O O T S R, like Futsur. What sir? Sounds like very Bristol there. Yeah, but sir, I will love it. And Al's actually managing the stream, so yeah. don't do fuck all, Al. So that. uh, that's not true. I'm being that's mean. not true. That's not true. He stamps on envelopes. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Come on. He does a lot. I love Alex. We love Alex. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys, for coming down. Thank you very Thanks much for having, having us. us. Let's go to the pub and discuss all these secrets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.